Welcome to New Bridge Present Community, a place we experience perfection unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David of Genero teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In Christ, we are God's new breed. This month of February, we've been discussing what we call moth. M-O-T-H. Matters of the heart. Are you with me? And we began on the first Thursday to discuss what exactly is the heart. We explained what's the difference between the heart and the mind. What is the difference between the heart and the spirit. And that was an interesting topic, right? And last week, Thursday, we looked at dealing with bitterness and unforgiveness. And the theme of that teaching was acrimony. But today's own is dealing with insecurities. Dealing with insecurity. Now, somebody listening to this or looking at this topic may think it's all about psychology. It's not. There are certain things that if it's not put in place in a person's life, they make the word of God unfruitful. Praise the Lord. There are some personal things that if we don't address in a person's life, they can make his progress in God unfruitful. There are so many of them. This is just one of them. Sometimes, some people don't even know how to withstand pressure. They easily get bored. If you, if you don't know how to handle boredom, I think maybe the next edition of Matters of the Heart, I will treat that. If you don't know how to handle boredom, you cannot work with God. This simple thing. Because you will start praying and for the first 20 or 30 minutes of your prayer, you may feel like you are just wasting your time. If you don't know how to stay, do you understand that? How to stay when it doesn't look like it's working? You have issues in your work with God. I remember one particular time when I was praying. I don't know if any of you has had that feeling before, but if you have been a Christian, I mean a charismatic Christian, working with the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues, you understand what I'm trying to say. There was a point in my life when it was as though I was having visitations from God every day. Are you with me? So, I will be having visions and dreams, encounters, till I I became used to it. But after a while, it stopped. It stopped. Ah! I will pray and pray and pray. And I will still, quote and unquote, feel dry. I feel like uh, my prayers are not, nothing is happening. I feel so dry. Weeks will pass, no dream. No spectacular encounter. No angel waking me up in the night. And I will pray and ask God, what's wrong with me? I was praying. Do you understand that? It's not that I fell into sin or something. I was still doing what I was doing, but and after a while, I went to meet the man of God. And I, I explained to him my predicament. He laughed and laughed and said, is that why you feel like your spiritual life is dying? I said, yes, yeah, so not is spectacular. He said, you've paid attention to, to the spectacular that you missed the supernatural said strong men in the supernatural are not moved by the spectacular. I'm like, eh? 
explain again let's talk talk more he said most of the mighty men of god you see what god did to them is when they were starting out in their journey they had too many dramatic encounters those dramatic encounters from god was what god used to draw them in and when they came in he began to teach them to walk by faith ah i'm like okay then the, the time i least expected god to show up he will show up and do something spectacular and it's as though he has gone into hiding again i said ah, what's really going on god was training me to learn to work with him in season and out of season are you following this there's many things that can affect people sometimes little things they, they become discouraged god can tell them go and do this thing so they go there to get it done just rejection and they're like that's it it's over i'm not doing it again no that's another subject handling rejection because you see until your work with god can filter into your everyday life your responses to things happening around you you've not really grown spiritually so you can come to the service we preach about the love of god we preach about the power of god and you are excited oh i can do this i can do that then you carry your cv and go to one office sir uh, uh, i get up get man who allowed this man enter inside this place we are get out, get out of this place we are no, no vacancy no vacancy but that morning you spoke in tongues i'm taking over the world and you're you've not even taken over your cv <laughs> And you are going bad back you feel bad sometimes things are so troubling everything now becomes an issue of concern you get angry you hit your leg somewhere after a while your phone falls down on the ground what kind of day is this set you know yesterday we were going for evangelism and i'm aware of such things when you go for evangelism so when you go for evangelism you you are polite make sure you are polite as much as possible so i met this lady and said the lord bless you this is a tract read she's like i don't need that thing please i don't need that thing she now faced me and i said ma you need it to bless you see it's not by force <laughs> i had to i had to take cover see it's not my fault so ministry ministry church 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 rubbish now you don't know what she has encountered are you following this Now I can look at that and say, But God, you called me. I'm gonna go back and say, God, that's how it is now. Then maybe you plan to pray that evening, you cancel the prayer. Those who are not even strong, they'll go to alcohol. Some of them will fall into some some immoral acts. And you know what that will do? It will plunge you further in that, that downward spiral. Do you understand that? So no matter how spiritual a person is, if he doesn't know how to handle his heart, he will have a problem. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's why, as much as possible, I made up my mind that maybe every six, six months or every year, we will have a series where we treat the matters of the heart. Praise the Lord. So, what are insecurities? insecurities 
Remember I said it's not a psychology class. It's a class to solve issues from the word of God. Amen. And insecurity is a feeling of inadequacy. Or insecurities are feelings of inadequacy. Not being good enough. Or uncertainty. Insecurities are feelings of inadequacy. Not being good enough. Or uncertainty. It produces anxiety about goals, relationships, and situations. Are you with me? Let me come again. Insecurities are feelings of inadequacy, not being good enough, and uncertainty. It produces anxiety about goals, relationships, and situations. You see, on the on on this this. Not part of what I want to teach, but if you're really going to work with God, learn how to set out time. That's the price. You know, people say the price to pay, the price to pay. The price is time. There are some times where the weights you are carrying, you may not even know you are carrying weight until you start praying and worshiping. And many of you have had those experiences here when we worship and worship, and after a while, you start feeling free. Those things are weights. Some of them are spiritual with demonic weights, emotional weights. Praise the Lord. So, some symptoms of insecurity. Number one, low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. There are some people that can never accept a compliment. You just look at them and say, Madam, your hair is fine. This one more hair. Did we ask you? Ma, this thing is looking very fine. This rubbish. This nonsense. They, ne- they will never accept a compliment. As long as they are concerned, their mind has been programmed to only see evil about themselves. They don't know. Some of them think it's okay. They think it's humility. But it's actually insecurity. This thing you drew is very fine. Ah, this thing. Look at this. Errors. Look at it. Look at it. Low self-esteem. The second one, there are many, but I will try and list out seven. The second one is extreme high self-esteem and critical attitude. Extreme high self-esteem. They, now, they are insecure, but they try to raise themselves above others so that people will not know. Who is following what I'm trying to say? Have you met people who, no matter what you tell them, eh, they, they never like to lose an argument, even when they know they are wrong? Are you following that? They feel that, now, they know that they are not, they feel inadequate. Let me put it like that. They feel inadequate. So they try to make themselves look, mm, to make up for the inadequacy. You get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I remember one day, Oh God, I don't know if that was Lagos or Port Harcourt. We are in a car. A man drove. He drove wrongly. Hit us. Open the door and say, Okay, what is wrong with you? He opened the door and started shouting. You are the wrong driver. He, everybody came around, told him, Sir, you are wrong. He said, If you like, you will be one million. Me and Nufi, they wrong. <laughs> you know, some people, they have a critical attitude. 
because they are not from things now you may not even know where that thing is stemming from sometimes it can be because of their heights do allow that thing so affect them that oh he's talking to me like this because i'm short or he's talking to me like this because i'm fat who is you know what i'm saying now the third one is endless competition some people are always competing in the social media generation on instagram once they just discover that somebody who is close to them has more followers than them say what is he doing self endless competition they are always they're only satisfied as long as they are the best among their their clan if they are among people and there is somebody that seems to be better than them they are angry they won't say it to but they are angry sometimes wherever they are they always want to lead if they are not the one that have the final say they are angry those things are symptoms of insecurity i know some of the things i'll be saying may be hitting some people hard even those following online those of you online say amen <laughs> you're not the ones online <laughs> it can also manifest as rejection of responsibilities so they are so conscious of their inadequacy and they tell, they tell the person sister john i put it like that because i don't know his sister that is called john so i'm not calling anybody particularly amen, amen. and i don't know his brother is his sister sister john you are taking him praise and worship me ah so i'm i'm not coming to church that day <laughs> they are more conscious of their inadequacy it can also manifest as laziness and not willing to push so they are used to failure in their lives so when they there's an opportunity for them to push they're like what's the use i know say i go still fail so no need to even struggle just let's just be like this they don't want to push for anything number six approval addiction oh this one is bad you see this approval addiction they will never be okay until somebody makes them okay see i can actually see i have suffered from all of them before and god by his word delivered me that's why i can actually teach about this ministers in fact face more insecurity than most people know ministers ah before i go to preaching me preachers or pastors let me talk about music ministers you are, you are the one leading the choir you can sing you are leading singing according to yourself and everybody you are the correct person you are the one in charge then one new convert just comes sister joan can you just lead worship as you just start hey see voice there you go like from that day the pastor will not tell you give joan next tomorrow give joan next week give joan next two weeks give joan that's what i say ah uh-uh. not the year again after a while you will pray joan should not come for service 
they will see. Let's see who will take this place today. She will not come back. Something happens, she's not around. They now call you. You now do like you're not hearing your name. Kate! Kate! Say, oh, where is sister Kate now? You see, it will pain them today. They will know that, eh, eh, see, it will pain them today. Insecurity. Are you following me? It manifests in many ways. Okay. I'm just trying to help you so you get the idea. Sometimes it comes with consistent suspicion. You read meaning to everything. Maybe you are a man and um, your wife. Two of you are averagely earning the same thing. And all of a sudden your wife gets a better job. Or you even open a business for her. And all of a sudden... You that were, you were making 200k and she used to make about maybe 180, 200. She's not telling you that okay, I made 2.5 million. Ah. You say you, you are excited after a while. You'll be looking at her like this. Every small thing, she's not submissive again. This woman. Because of that money now. Only give me a cup of water. I'm coming. Let me just attend to it. Because she's not making 2.5 million. You see it? You see it? You will not say anything. You will not start thinking. Why is she even making that money? Then tomorrow you pass her shop. You now see somebody with a black jeep. And there is a man that comes out and is talking to her. I say, my, my wife. You see anything? You, it's okay. It's okay. Then you, if the person is putting it inside, then one day you will not see an explosion. Maybe mistakenly you hit glass, the glass fell. That will now be the tap opener. All the things inside the person's mind. I knew it. I have known it. You think I don't know that man that is giving you the money? Then the woman is wondering, which money? What are you saying? What is going on? Insecurity. You see. You know what I found out? If you don't handle insecurities, see eh, you can use your own hand. Scatter your life. Insecurities come from one single thing. One single thing. That's the root of insecurity. The opinion of men above the opinion of God. When you you base your life or you build your life on the opinion of men, including your own opinion of yourself, are you following me? Including what you think about yourself. Above what God says about you. That's where security comes from. You know, I've seen insecurity play out a lot when you go for music concerts. Do not invite like 10 singers. You are planned to minister one powerful thing. Then the person that came before you, he sang like this and the whole place scattered. They did not call you. Praise the Lord. Let's welcome Minister Jumbo. You not say, they will call me before this one, that one now. 
And worst of all is if all the songs you plan to sing, the person has sang them. <laughs> you know, come say right now. I'm going to sing worship songs. They are simple songs. Just let's just do it together. Then there are many things that can happen. Or maybe you plan to do one style, then the guy did something else, and that thing shook the whole crowd. You say, No, I will not do that my own again. I'll follow that pattern. You see, the source code of insecurity is placing the opinions of men above the opinion of God. Romans 3 verse 4 says, God forbid ye. Romans 3 verse 4. Let God be true, but every man a liar. Did you see that? Let God be true, but every man a liar. If you are going to live above insecurities, you must talk like Paul in 2 Corinthians 5 from verse 7. It says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. See after me, walk by faith, not by sight. What is faith? Faith is the reality of God, the substance of God. Do you understand that? What God stands for in His name. I walk by what God says about me. Say after me, I am what God says I am. We walk by faith and not by sight. You know, let me come to preaching pastors now. As a pastor, if you don't know how to handle insecurity, forget about ministry. Forget about ministry. So you were mentoring this young man. This young man came to your church. You led him to Christ. You started mentoring him. Taught him, laid hands on him to pray in tongues. Started praying in tongues. From there, started knowing the word of God. After a while, started preaching from the Bible study unit. Then one day, you finished preaching like this in the Bible study unit. People came out. Hey! Today was powerful. Jesus. Do you see what Brother Frank thought? Brother Frank. In fact, in fact. Then you two, you are now passing. You are hearing, ah ah. Brother, when they now come for the main service, after the service, you are moved by the way they talked about Brother Frank. And you've never seen them talk about you. That is the GO like that. You now going to meet him. How was the service? Ah, sir. We thank God. Oh, thank God. It was, it was great. But after that, Friday Bible study again. You see them. Ah, brother Frank again. Check today. That guy. That guy. See, this brother. He's not being loyal anymore. For when you say, okay, brother Frank, you no longer be teaching in the unit. <laughs> you will no longer be teaching. Eh? I will now be teaching in that unit. The Lord is leading me. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the one in that unit. And the, the brother Frank cannot even understand what is happening. After a while, they will post him. Go to the session. Go there. <laughs> Baba will go there. He doesn't know what is happening. As a pastor, so many things can happen. So there is a member of your church. You are ministering to him. You are teaching him the word. Even though there are many things people need to learn to. Then you 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 led him to Christ, you taught him everything. Then you now see me attending one program of one big man of God. After the program, the man came and said, Child, that man is my father. 
You're like, wait, so me and what? Toothpick <laughs> bar? <laughs> okay. Don't worry, we shall see. We shall see about this matter. Now, am I saying that sometimes people are not wrong in some things they do? I'm not saying that. But security is the point where no matter what, you are secured. Do you understand that? That no matter what comes around you, nothing shakes you. Nothing shakes you. That is, it. That is a place to be. Are you following me? You will need it. You know, in this city, I can say this one openly. Nobody will beat me. If you want to beat me after the service. I heard a man of God. Not even a man of God. Somebody, he was insulting one of the prominent ministers in this city. Since by being a Christian, it's not by, it's not by 10 days of glory. It's not by 20 days of glory. It's not by all those things. I don't, I don't care how much money you have. I said, sir, I came to do evangelism. I was preaching to the man. And I was angry. I said, we have left, the brother God has left the way. We have all left the way. I said, just tell me, are you angry with this? <laughs> are you angry with this man? Say, leave that in. Leave that in. It's not by... Let me tell you something. For the fact somebody is shining does not mean you are failing. You, is, are you following what I'm saying? Say? For the fact somebody's the spotlight seems to be on somebody does not mean you are failing. The problem is you are looking at man's opinion too much. You're looking at what people are saying too much. You're looking about what you are saying too much. You are placing the opinions of men above God's opinion. And you see, when you, when you encounter God, God deals with you like there's no other person. Are you following this? He will tell you who you are. He will tell you that I have made you strong. See, God wants you to become confident in him about yourself. Let me go over that again. God wants you to become confident in him about yourself. In Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse 4. Jeremiah speaking says, Then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Now look at God telling Jeremiah, I have made you a prophet unto the nations. Are you telling me that God did not have other people who has ordained prophets? But he wants to become confident in the fact that if he called me a prophet to the nations, even though there are 1,000 prophets, I'm also a prophet to the nations. You know, it is this security that make people, make people pray some kind of prayers. You know, somebody was giving testimony one day. He said, Praise the Lord. Every church said, Hallelujah. I want to thank God. In the market, before I don't used to make too much profit, but now, 
I am the only one selling. All my neighbors, they cannot sell half of what I'm selling. Are you following this? You see, I have more than all my people. In fact, as long as he's concerned, God is blessing him when he's more than his neighbor. As long as he's not more than his neighbor, God is not blessing him. Are you following this? You hear some kind of prayers. I pray for you right now. All your competitors, all the people, all your friends, when God does this breakthrough for you, they will not know you again. In fact, you cannot even relate to them again. You have gone to a new level. Ah, ah. If you are the kind of person that God will bless and you cannot relate with your, the people that were close to you again, you will have a problem. It's insecurity that will make some people they will get married and from the day they get married, um, you say, okay. All the female friends, women do it a lot. Apologies. Don't, don't beat me after the service. After the, after the, the service, please, pardon me. Eh? Once they get married, they tell all their friends, no more coming to visit me. Sometimes it can be, they believe that there is one of their friends that is more finer than them. See, if that friend comes too much, my husband will begin to look at that one. He will not look at me again. As I've talked now, hey. Sometimes, insecurities is. Say, see my nose. My nose, my nose is like this. See how my nose is. See my nose is. Look at it. Look at it. See my leg. My leg like I am. You are conscious of man's opinion above what God is saying about you. God told Jeremiah, I have ordained you a prophet to the nations. Look at Jeremiah's response. Then said, then said I, this is how Nigerian respond. Then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a child. That was Jeremiah's only security. You are making me a prophet to the nations, I cannot speak. I cannot speak, Lord, I'm a child. Now, look at what God is saying. See verse, verse 7. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for that shall go to all I shall send thee. Amen. Some of you, God is telling you, Go and do this. He says, Say not, I am not good enough. Don't say all those things. Throw away all those things. Are you following me? Don't say I don't have enough money. Don't say I'm not fine enough. Don't say, you know, insecurity shows up in many ways. You know, I'm a pastor of a lot of different people, different classes, different ages. I noticed that there are some set of people, so-called well-to-do people. Once they come into the service, you will see somebody that maybe he feels is not so well-to-do. We are going to give this person envelope. He's going to be shaking. Go and give this person. You will see, he's not God. You will not die. Is this security that will make you be afraid of preaching to a man that has a homer jeep? You go there, that's how to correct somebody, one of you. Go and give a man a tract. You go there, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, sir. God bless you, sir. Good afternoon, sir. <laughs> Let me tell you, for the fact he has a homer jeep, he's no more qualified than you. Hello, sir. Good afternoon, sir. Can I see you? Are you following me? Don't go there and say, Good afternoon, sir. 
I, I want to share with you the gospel. The gospel. So you, you look at me and say, okay, wow, amazing. Praise the Lord. He says, don't send a child. For thou shalt go to all I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. See verse 8. Be not afraid of their faces. Are you seeing this? For I will deliver. For I will be with, I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. The way out of insecurities is confidence in God. What has God said about you? Hold on to it. Colossians chapter 2. Colossians 2. From verse 6. You know, as you're opening that, I remember those days. Ah! God had to deliver me from many things. There was a time in my life where I felt that guy. In order for me to receive help, I must look like I need help. So, this way I would dress like this. If I dress well, say Kai, if I go to church like this, nobody will help me. I need to dress like I'm suffering. Reduce the so care. <laughs> like this now. Oh bless you, sir. Everybody agreed. The, the reason we are greeting them is so that they say, Chai, Chai, come. You have suffered enough. <laughs> Your suffering is too much. Take this one care. <laughs> go and buy something and eat. God had to deliver me. He says, As ye therefore receive Christ the Lord, so walk ye in him. Verse 7. Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with, with thanksgiving. Verse 8. Beware any man spoiling true philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Verse 9. For in him dwelleth the fullness, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He's talking about Christ. Now, see verse 10. Put verse 9 and verse 10. I don't want to rush it so you will get it. It says, For in Christ, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Think about that. Think about that. That in Christ Jesus, all the, the fullness of God is in Christ. Are you listening to me? He's saying that if you want to think about anything called deity, the fullness of it is completely in Christ. But it doesn't stop there. See the next verse. And ye are complete in him. Oh God. It's just like saying, let me use a simpler example for you to get it. Even though what I will say is, is not as deep as what is, ha- is happening here. So let's, ex- let's assume that Jeff Bezos being the richest man in the world, how much is it worth now? 189 billion. Somebody has 189 billion dollars and you are his. You will see him. You will work in this. I'm trying to look for the, the, the depth of connection. Then you are his son. So imagine that you are the son of Jeff Bezos. 
is worth 189 billion. How will you live your life? How will you talk to people? Do you understand? What will you do? So you go to school and you are eating. And somebody comes and says, See your big head. You won't even answer him. You just smile. I said, He does not know. <laughs> you don't understand that. You, you just walk and say, He does not know. But adventure, that guy's father is the junior staff on level seven. Your father's company. That guy is a rich man, oh. But it is your father that makes that one a rich man. You just laugh. In fact, you some strange sense of calmness, security will come around you. When you are going to ask a girl to marry you, you say, um, I want you to. She'll be like, ah! Said, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know us. You don't know. You don't know. What is making you that secure? Because you have some sort of knowledge. Because you have some dependency on if this man is this and I'm connected to him, forget it. But he's telling you right now that for in him, in him, in Christ Jesus, there is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him. He's telling you, you are not complete in your job. You are not complete in how much money you have. You are not complete in how you look. You are not complete in whatever you want to think you are complete in. That's not what makes you complete. You are complete in him. This is a cure for insecurity. You are not complete when you look like a bunny. You are not complete when you don't have big body. No, you are complete in him. That's the cure for insecurity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Satan, I'm complete in Christ. You know, another thing that stems to produce insecurity is fear of failure. Listen, if you are complete in Christ, tell the devil, bring your worst. Are you following me? Okay, what if that relationship doesn't work out and so? What if your whole life scatters as long as I'm competing God? Nothing in this world is bigger than it. Are you playing me? Sometimes some people have these mental models of, oh, if I, I remember one particular time in my life, I can say this one here. My own security, I, I, I could never imagine myself without the first class. Because I had, my pride was built upon my mental prowess. You know what about God? God has a way of putting you at the point where that thing you want to depend on will scatter. <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about? So you say, I cannot do anything again. You say, hey, that's as you did now. Now, so I like you. <laughs> ah! I believe so much that if I can, if my mind, anywhere my mind can go, if my mental prowess is strong, so when I finished from secondary school, I was the best graduating. I rode jump. I made 281. The, you need to see the pride. If you could, if you could see me in the spirit, the pride. Eh? 
I remember when I went to Uniben and they were doing posthumy. Oh God. I still remember that day because pride was smelling around my life. So they were calling the jam scores and we were going inside to write. They were this one. Okay, trickle. This, this, this. Turn around 64. We shout, hey. So that's so person. Anybody that is above 250, students will just shout and people around there will shout. 200 and the highest I think was 250 or 260. 230 something. Hey. 240 something. Hey. But then I shouted, okay, oh, everybody, David. 281. Everyone was quiet. I just walked in. <laughs> I'm like, that's the end game. We are not mates. So, as I came in, the kind of calm everywhere was just like, who is this guy? So, they now took me to the back. Put me, told me to sit down and put two lecturers around me. Say, let's see the, that jazz he did. Let's see it here. After like 40 minutes, I think people were still writing. I just give them. I said, take, take. In my mind, I was like, this, they don't know what's up. They don't know what's up. The man I shouted, the 21 guy don't finish. Oh. <laughs> I was so full of myself. Because they told me the VC was the VC of Uniben was looking for me. I had to go to his house. He said you were the highest entry for engineering. I said, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. It's cool stuff, cool stuff. So then I used to tell myself, so they were all everybody was around telling me, just make it first class. Life is settled. Just make it first class. And then life happened. It's in the book up, back up, boom, pa. And you know. It was zero points. The, the point that made me miss first class, if you hear it, you'd be angry. But when it happened, the department said, Laila, you are making two one. I know they anointed with two one. Four point four something. Four point four nine. Eh? And three point seven is still two one. Three point five. Eh? Three point five. It's still two one. So I'll be angry like this. They say, did you make two one? I say, yes. Uh, what did you make? I said, two one. But my, my two one is four points. <laughs> Until one day, somebody put in my face. See, you made two one. Two one is two one. I cried. Do you know, I shed tears. I was crying like this. Because in my face like this, I saw all the, all the plus of, all the first class, all the plus of everything scattered. Let the world happen. God is still in control. Do you understand that? Remove your mind. Let the world happen. Walk on water. If you sink, you will pull you up. Are you following me? That's the way. Listen, that's the way to deal with insecurities. I've gone to places to minister before. People who minister powerfully. So when I come, I say, even if I finish and you say I'm, even if I make a mistake and you say I'm, I don't know how to minister. Eh, that's your opinion. Last, last, I'm alive. <laughs> Are you following me? As long as I'm completing him, that's all that counts. I will still do it again. You will forget the old one I did. Are you following me? Maybe right now it looks like I don't have money. It looks like everything. Don't worry. I am completing him. 
Are you following this? Remember the particular day we were having service in the classroom and the AC was not working. Everything was just everything was just upside down. Maybe because that day, that period we were talking about demons. We were teaching about deliverance. So it's like all of them, they are saved and they are saved today. We are going to scatter this service. Something happened that day that really pained me to my bone. So there was a family I was trying to get to come to church. And they they are kind of like well to do. So I was making sure everything works. The AC works. That was the day the AC did not work. So the children came. The children of the family came, saw the AC not working. Do you know they turned back and went home? I, I was like, oh God. Oh God. God was like, come on, brace up. What's that? You count too much on people's opinions. You live your life too much on people's opinions. Oh, so, so, so you are not married. Uh-huh. And so? You are not this. You, you can imagine. You are 30 something. You are not this. See, if you live your life by people's opinion, you will destroy yourself. Even by your own opinion. What has God said makes you complete? You are complete in Him. Praise the Lord. This is what you need to be at peace, to be content, and from that place of peace, you can now begin to build yourself. Do you understand that? When you start building yourself from that place of peace, you're not in unnecessary competition. You're not under unnecessary pressure. You're not under unnecessary stress. You are from that place of peace. From that place of peace, you can say, okay, I need to improve this. I need to improve that. I know I'm doing this, but I can be better. Are you following me? I need to put in more effort. Praise the Lord. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to the sermon. We hope you have been blessed by the teaching. Please visit our website, newbridgeccng.org, to download more of our sermons. Remain blessed.